Welcome to the revolving podcast of revolving metas in the revolving, revolving door of a revolving buildings in the skyscraper of revolving metas. This is the Metapod podcast, the revolving podcast that revolves around the evolving meta of the Pokemon trading card game. Sean, how are you doing today? I'm good. I, was that just to throw me off, Jake? Because now I'm like onto your scent, the cadence. Yeah. This is, see, this is payback for, uh -huh. <laughs> well, you didn't really miss last week, but you kind of missed last, like, I had to record by myself. I know. So, like, that's payback, you know? Oh, okay. So, the payback, the payback is just throwing me a curveball to start the episode. <laughs> yeah, just revolving around the revolvings revolving. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Sean, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm back home, as everyone can see, with a proper mic uh, and a camera that is not uh, from a low angle overlooking a bearskin rug. So yeah, for those of the, uh, people who listened and, and, you know, didn't watch, uh, if you do check out the YouTube, you know, a little plug there, but if you do check it out, you can see during Zach and I's interview, that weird camera angle. Cause I don't own a proper tripod. It wasn't on the road. Like you were in yeah. Seattle visiting and, and doing stuff. So like I had you two, can't expect, you know. I had two wireless mics. I mean, what more can you ask of a, a production yeah, like quality? That's going above and beyond. I would have just gotten out my cell phone and been like, Well, Zach, how are you doing today? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I think I think I went above and beyond. So I think we're good. It was a great episode. Highly recommend that you listen to it, our previous episode. But today we have a bunch of excellent news, some stuff that we've actually talked about before that's updated to an exciting degree, mm -hmm. in my personal opinion, as well as maybe some exciting news for the future. But Sean, do you know what is very, very exciting here on this podcast? Is it the five-star reviews? It's talking about the lovely, great five-star <laughs> reviews. So, I mean, as always, we say this every single week, but if you like the podcast, maybe even if you hate the podcast, tell us about it. Leave a review, one star, five star, all that jazz. We do read the five-star reviews on the show to hype us up, start us off on a good note. So this time it's going to be from Nick, 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 to Nick Tone Zone. I want to say Nick Time Zone like 18 times and my brain just like short circuited <laughs> but from nick tone zone five stars titled greatness i'm new playing the tcg and this podcast rules the hosts have great voices and super knowledgeable play on i love that that's play a great on, review Sean. play on indeed is that is that playstation <laughs> is that i feel like that sounds like a playstation i mean i appreciate it but I don't know. Play on sounds like a PlayStation lo like slogan. Hey, it almost sounds like play Pokemon's like. Yeah, it could be. That's know, true. They're like play on. I don't know. It sounds very Pokemon-y. It does. It That's fits. Because it's play it's, Pokemon. So. Yeah, I mean, it fits their vibe. It fits our vibe. But today we got a bunch of excellent topics. I'm opening up my deck box just to mm -hmm. shuffle around my deck because I don't have a deck of cards with me right now. But, Sean, we got to talk about the trainer's toolkit. You know about yes. the trainer's toolkit, don't you? Oh, yeah, so I the did see the news toolkit. on Twitter. What? I did see the news on Twitter. So for anyone who doesn't know what a trainer's toolkit is, maybe you're new to this podcast or you're brand new to the Pokemon trading card game. The trainer's toolkit is an excellent product, in my opinion. There, This is the third trainer's toolkit that is going to be releasing. This one releasing on July 1st, 2022. So kind of right before like NAIC. I think NAIC is like mid-July, right? I, Pretty sure. 
Maybe. I don't know. For some reason, mid-June mid is in my brain, but I have no idea. Either way, this summer product of the Trainer's Toolkit is excellent, especially for beginner players. This is a product that is going to have a lot of different things you need, including a cool, cool promo card, which honestly, for veteran players, has been the selling point. The first one showcased alternate art Dedene GX, a very, very powerful oh. card, which I own two of those cards because I bought a toolkit. Did you did you get those? Oh, yeah. I bought two toolkits so I could get four. Oh, so you got the full playset. There was like uh -huh. no decks that ran a playset, but Sean's like, I got to have it. Well, but see, back in the day, and this is the, this is the beauty of the trainer's toolkit, right? The, the Especially the promos that they choose to put in there. Back in the day, there might not have only been one Dedene in a deck, maybe two, but every deck had one or two Dedene. So if you got two, if you got four, if you got six, you could be running three, four, five decks, and they all have the number of Dedenes that they need, and you don't have to swap them out. And you could do it on the cheap, comparatively. And also, the second Trainer's Toolkit, the one that's coming before the one that we're talking about today, had Crobat V, an alternate art form, a different art, different card of Crobat V, which Crobat V, if you do not know, is a very popular support Pokemon in the standard format in a bunch of decks, most decks right now. Um, and this one has a new art version of Luminion V, Sean. We've talked about Luminion V Plenty of times in this podcast, but what, what what's Luminion? Uh, I can't really read the card, but like it basically has the ability of when you put it from your hand onto the bench, you can search your deck for a supporter and put it into your hand. So uh, we've talked about this before, uh, but it's kind of like the uh, Tapu Lele GX that people use in Expanded. It's not quite as good. I think everyone would agree it's not as good but it's still it does the same thing for standard right and it is it is seeing play in different decks like the uh the beedrill decks yep. that we've talked about because well using luminion v is a great way to get like a single strike mustard yes. or something like that or a rapid strike mustard even if you're messing around with andrew mahone's like double mustard list or whatever that was flying around for a little bit but yeah it's, it's pretty it's, cool it's a pretty cool card yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic uh, resource in deck building where you can have many more supporters that you can have it one or two of. And then mm -hmm. you can just, like, with a Pokeball or a Quick Ball or whatever your Pokemon search is, go grab a Luminion to grab the supporter that you need for that specific instance. So, and especially, you know, I think Luminion doesn't see nearly as much play as Crobat and Dedenne did when the toolkit came out. But... I will tell every single person out there, pick these up because after rotation, you will lose access to Crobat, I believe. And we don't have Dedenne. So, you know, and you're also going to lose access to Marnie. So mm -hmm. Luminion, I think's value will go up after rotation. Um, and getting these as part of these toolkits is a really, you know, it's a fairly cost-effective way to do it. So... Just a, a little point today. You'll get two of them. You also get a ton of other things in the Trainer's Toolkit, including 50 useful cards to power up your deck, including Trainer cards, six special energy cards, and then we mentioned the two copies of Luminion V. The 
trainer cards in the past you know when we've been able to open up and look at them the trainer cards have been awesome yeah like it's it's literally like all meta cards or cards that you would use in a bunch of different good decks at that point in time very very cool um it basically sets you up for mm -hmm. pretty much building whatever deck in terms of your trainers and energy type things but you get a bunch of energy cards four pokemon booster packs as well so another reason that people were buying these is because well you get booster packs um not 100 percent sure what the packs would be probably at least one like astral radiance that's yeah. the set coming out in may um it, there's gonna be a summer set right uh well there but is the pokemon go set there is the pokemon go set this year but i doubt it will include that odds are It'll probably be Astral Radiance, Brilliant Stars, and like maybe some Darkness Ablaze or Vivid. You get Voltage like Battle Styles. Battle Styles. Yeah, anything from like the last year and a half or so is my guess. Including uh, some damage counter dice, a coin, condition markers, V Star markers, and a code that you can use on Pokemon TCG Live. If you're playing live, I mean, I or think you can also use it on. I, I think yeah. you can also use it on PTCGO. So um, that's what I'm doing. So uh, do what you want. But anyways, this, uh, what is this going to be retailing? It retails at about $30 USD. So $30 on July 1st. Again, I think it's a great product. You yeah. know, I mean, this is Pokemon. I've talked about this. We've talked about this on the pod for months and months and months. But the products for competitive that they're doing to introduce people to competitive are just bonkers we talked about the level three decks the other day excellent yeah excellent i will say and and this is this is right up there with it yeah i you know this is one of those products that every year that it comes out i think we were actually doing the podcast jake have we been doing the podcast long enough for all the trainers toolkits i'm pretty sure we've covered every trainers toolkit when it came out wow i yeah. think that might we're a bunch be... of boomers that might be right. That's wild. Because we've been doing this cast now for, is it almost two years? Uh, uh, we're at what, like episode 94? Yeah. Is that like roughly two it's years? Almost, Wait, how many almost. weeks are in a year? Like 112? 152, Jake. No, I mean, two years is like 112. Yeah, like, yeah, One yeah. year's like 56. Two yeah. years is like 112. That's so, what like, I meant. Don't bully. But, but like, you know, it's uh, two years is 104, 104 weeks. So with a couple oh. of weeks skipped, we're pretty close to two years. So yeah, I think we have covered both all the previous trainers. And this is one that we say are like, every time buy it. One thing I will also say, the toolkits seem to be printed in high enough volume that, that you can always find them. I think you can still find the previous two maybe trainers toolkit you could probably sometimes. find the one with the crobat the second yeah. one i think it'd probably be tough to find the dedene one that's because that has like unbroken bonds and stuff like that and yeah. those packs are very sought after that's fair but like for the most part like these products they're also not things that collectors ever care about because like you're really overpaying for four standard format packs so i would even say like 29.99 very much worth it if even that is a little too rich for your blood usually you can find these on sale at your local game stores or other things like several weeks or months afterwards so i mean you can also find these at like target yeah. walmart things like that so 
Um, there's plenty of opportunities to get these. I, I mean, I see them pretty much every time I would go out and look for cards at like the big major retailers. And you know what? Maybe you're already set on uh, on stuff because you're you've been buying cards and things like that. Maybe you just want the Luminion Vs. Those things are going to be cheap. Yeah, you Let could tell also. You, Dedene, Dedene was like a thirty plus dollar <laughs> card. Dedene GX when the first toolkits came out, and I think I bought my two for like seven dollars each the alternate arts yeah after the toolkit came out so like i only paid like 14 bucks for the cards that i really wanted yeah and luminion especially right now like look if you don't really want need the other cards you just want to stock up on, on luminion you could also just wait for this to be out for a few weeks and then luminion will probably be a dollar like straight up It'll until rotation cheap. yeah until rotation it's going to be dirt cheap after rotation i don't know who knows who knows who knows but it is a cool card to collect i don't think luminion gets a ton of love in terms of pokemon fans so to see a pokemon like luminion get an alternate art now too in terms of well it i mean it had an alternate art in the set but like you know like a promo art now it's it's really cool sean yeah it's really cool but you know what else is really really cool what is that i think like half of i just i think like half of my <laughs> transitions are like you know what else is cool like put that on a t-shirt and put our metapod logo on it i mean that's that's literally me but anyways sean the pokemon company international has agreed to purchase the millennium print group which is the group responsible for printing cards so if you do not know the pokemon company international in charge of managing pokemon brand outside of asia they're gonna buy the millennium print group which is uh, a printer of trading card and kind of other packaging type things in the United States. This is based in North Carolina. And honestly, they've been a long partner of the TPCI Pokemon cards. They've been around for a long time and they've been in collaborations since 2015. But Sean, they're buying them out now and it's going to it's going to pretty much be autonomously. I will say, and it's going to continue um, to be a little bit like separate, but it's like more in-house per se, because Pokemon's buying them. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really say, it doesn't say in there how or if at all the operations will change, because sometimes um, like the Pokemon Company International, like you might think, oh, they're going to buy them so that they can print exclusively Pokemon cards, right? And if they do that, then maybe they can cut down on certain costs or you know, whatever it may be. Um, I don't know what other card games or products like that this company prints for. Obviously, Pokemon would be their biggest client because Pokemon makes more trading cards globally than any other company. So yeah, obviously it's the biggest client. But sometimes when companies do this, they're like, yeah, I want to reduce cost, but also... Why would I take a business that has the opportunity to make more money by printing other card game stuff and have them stop, right? Like, it's actually just bad business. Keep printing the other card games too. Make more money. Um, yeah, I, I know there's been some speculation that, like, this will dramatically change what's going on. But to me, I think what this mostly allows is for Pokemon to sort of streamline a little bit more their printing processes uh but i don't know that's my gut i don't think this is going to lead to anything particularly uh 
crazy, new, or different, but what do you I think? I mean, I don't think we're gonna reinvent the wheel with this per se, but I do hope that like the print quality becomes a little bit better. I mean, we see people all the time, you know, post pictures of like poor packaging or very miscut cards, or, you know, you open the pack and you know, there's, there's cards that are upside down backwards or missing a rare or something like that. I think it's a little bit, it, it's been quieted down a little bit for the last maybe like two sets, but there was a definitely a period. I feel like Vivid Voltage was a big one. I feel like a lot of people had problems with Vivid Voltage about like missing rares and things like that in packs. So, I mean, it obviously won't be perfected with this buy, but I think it's significant enough that like, you know, the, it, we probably won't notice as many problems, hopefully. I don't know. I mean... It's like, it's it's the same company though. It's the same employees, it's the same processes. Like maybe, you might be right. Maybe the Pokemon company, it's a quality assurance move. It's like, hey, if we own the printers, we can make sure that things don't get that messed up. But I mean, compared to like Magic, um, you know, it's the best other big, um, you know, Western card game example. Mm -hmm. uh, Magic's printing is way worse than Pokemon's just straight up man like every set is an absolute crapshoot in terms of if the card stock is going to be good even like the different products right some people are like hey the collector's boosters foils are worse than the foils from the draft boosters and that's because they use different companies to print them because of the volumes and, and so i don't know i think the it's when when your main interaction point is the pokemon company and you then yeah, like it has issues, obviously. But I think comparatively, it's actually it's pretty good. If there's one thing that I will propose to the Pokemon company, it's, well, two things, I guess. One, fix the back <laughs> of the Pokeball. Oh. If you don't know, I'm going to ruin this for everyone if they don't know already. But if you look at the Pokeball on the back of a U.S. Pokemon card, you will notice that it opens up the wrong way. Uh -huh. And it's been like that for like 20 years, Sean. But, you know, whatever. But I hope that the uh, I hope that they get rid of the yellow borders. That's my other plea. Please, well, get rid of the yellow borders. Go silver. I mean, yeah, I, that'd be great. I don't, but like the printer is literally just the printer. They don't design the things. They just print them. You so know what? If you don't want Own yellow the borders, printers now. So print print non yellow borders. I mean, I guess the Pokemon company is like, you know what? We make the money, but what if we also printed the money? Yeah, yeah, what if we printed money, too? That's not illegal. That's cool, Like, it's right? fine. I mean, Pokemon cards, printing Pokemon cards is kind of like printing money, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> somebody set a world record the other week that we didn't talk about <laughs> on the podcast because I'm tired of talking about that guy. Yeah. But um, set a record for most purchased... Expensive card? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Sean, we got to talk about more exciting things. We got to talk about more happy things. Do you remember when we talked about the... EV hero tins with Umbreon, Espeon, and Sylveon? Uh, I do. I do. I remember that we were, me and you, were also like, meh. We were like, hey, you know what? Let's, let's, we were like, let's uh, not buy this because, well, it's not exciting. It's not any different. But, Sean, it has been confirmed that the V hero tins now include alternate art promos of Espeon, Umbreon, and Sylveon. So, Sean, the one thing that we mentioned about why we wouldn't buy them 
is because, well, there were just the regular cards from the sets, but those were just placeholders. Yeah. They've surprised us now with alternate arts of the three. Sean, out of the three, which one do you like the best? I like the Sylveon the best. You like this? I I do love Sylveon. It's my favorite evolution. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I think I got to go the Umbreon. Okay. I, I'll, I'll pull this Umbreon up here. I think I got to go oh, the Umbreon Lordy. because it just looks so magical and mysterious. Like, it's got the blue glow kind of around it. It's got the the whooshaboos, you know, like all that stuff. I mean, you just talked to Zach Roy about Pokemon card art. Like That's true. I mean, it's nice. I'm, I, the reason I like the Sylveon, like, look at the whoosh, and it's got all the flowers around it, too, and it's in motion. The Umbreon's just standing there, but the, the Sylveon is in motion. I, w- I do agree. I do love the beautiful flowers, the use of colors with, like, the mm-hmm. yellow, the light yellows and, like, the darker reds in, in some of the flowers, too, in contrast with the pink and purple of, you know, Sylveon Psychic. Espeon looks good, too. Yeah, no, I mean, say. the Espeon, you can also tell it's, like, jumping through a forest, whereas, like, look, you have forest with Espeon, you have flowers with Sylveon. Umbreon, I guess it's just on a sidewalk. Look, you Umbreon in a dark alley. Sean? Yeah, it's fair. I don't, I don't want to meet Umbreon in a dark alley. That's scary. That is scary. It'll wreck you. But don't worry, these, these tins won't wreck you. But anyways, these were first revealed in January, and it's weird that now we're getting the... Uh, getting the alternate art cards but these are going to release on april 22nd you may have seen that in the video that we showcased here on youtube well i guess some of you are listening on apple itunes and spotify but if you saw our youtube video about talking about the different products that are releasing in april uh we've changed our answers now for well i guess We've changed some of our thought on this. It's still $25 each tin, April 22nd. Sean, would you buy one of these tins now that you see these uh, alternate arts? No. But, I mean, I, sometimes I'm like, I know we say they, they are technically alternate arts, right? That is correct. Mm-hmm. However, they are not alternate arts the same way that Dedenne in the Trainer's Toolkit was an alternate art. Or the same way that the Eternatus v was an alternate art or lucario v from the lucario v star box is an alternate art right it doesn't have texture it doesn't have you know it's like it's like the zacian alternate art right where it's like yeah it's just another it's like printed the exact same way a v is which is not to say they're bad but like you know give me give me something a little special pokemon Give, give, us me, some give me something a little special give me that hey. rainbow rare golden yeah, sweeten the deal. Come on, Pokemon. You can you can give it a little texture. You can give it a little texture. Anyways, I I, I still don't think I I'll, I'll buy these. I mean, if anything, I buy the promo. Umbreon yeah. will just be dirt cheap. Yeah. You know, it it it's probably going to be less than the Lumineon. <laughs> I will yeah, say almost certainly. It's going to be less than Lumineon. But Sean, do you know what card is going to be stupid expensive when it comes out? uh transition <laughs> transition hisuian zorark v oh my gosh Sean this was card. announced the other day it was announced as part as dark phantasma which is um a set that is going to be coming out um in terms of japan it's going to be releasing on may 13th and 
you know, we've started to see the uh, the set list and they showed this Hisuian Zorark V. Sean, Hisuian Zorark V, a ghost normal type Pokemon in the video game. So um, it's got the normal typing for this. So same as Arceus, it's weak to fighting Pokemon, hmm. Sean. But let's go over the V first because, well, you have to evolve the V to get to the V max. It's 210 HP, a basic Pokemon V with no energy costs. You just play the Pokemon if it's in your active and whatnot. Hollow Swap, 30 damage. You may switch this Pokemon with one of your bench Pokemon. We've seen this move. Um, what's the strafe on yeah. Rapid Strike Urshifu V? It's the same exact thing, except now it does normal damage instead of fighting damage. But for three colorless, Sean, you can go Shadow Cyclone, 130 damage. Move one energy from this Pokemon to one of your benched Pokemon. It's so right. very interesting. You probably don't want to use that attack because, you know, you want to be the V-Star. But it's a pretty interesting uh, It's a pretty interesting combo of things going on, Sean. But you know what's even better? Uh, yeah, that V-Star. That V star though, Sean. What's that? What that V star do? That V star do a lot. Uh, it has one attack and one ability. So similar to Arceus, right? You're like, okay, one attack, one ability. It's that style of V star. 270 HP, colorless. So a little bit on the the dinky side at 270. It's 10 HP less than Arceus V star, I believe. Yeah. So it's just like a eh, little little dinky, but it has. Two colorless, you do Baleful Curse, which is 50 times. And it's 50 times for each of your Pokemon that has any damage counters on it. So it, it includes itself, I believe, right? It doesn't say bench. So you can do yes. a max of 300 damage. If all of your Pokemon have one damage counter on them at least, you do 300 damage for two colorless energy. Um, pretty, you know, theoretically pretty powerful how you get the damage counters on all your pokemon there's a variety of stadiums that do this stuff uh, and they came up with a tool card which we can talk about that helps but um but yeah the ability to for two colorless which you can do with just one uh double turbo right mm -hmm. and so you'd be doing 300 minus 20 280 um but you know ping a couple of damage counters here and there with any other thing and then boom you're, you're good to go you could also attach something like a uh, uh, choice band. Yeah. Is that what it is? Choice belt? I, always, I don't like, know. I never know the name. Yeah. But the one that gives you an extra 30 uh, damage to Vs and V-Stars or whatever. Yeah. So you could, with a double turbo, you can reach like 310, which would knock out an yeah. RCS V-Star with a big charm, which is kind of a pretty big deal in my personal opinion. And to help get the damage counters on, Sean, there was a stadium released in Base Juggler Time Gazer. Yeah. The two sets that came out. Pokey Dads, TCG, love the Pokey Dads and their podcast. They sent us this screenshot that you may see on YouTube or Spotify right now if you're watching the video version. The stadium Gape Jaw Bog. Yeah. Say that five times fast. Gape Jaw Bog, Gape Jaw Bog, Gape Jaw Bog, Gape Jaw. No. Got him. I, I was okay. I'll never ask you to do that again <laughs> because uh, you got me the first time, but now I've got you. So now we're even anyways, 
Whenever either player plays a basic Pokemon from their hand onto their bench, they play two damage counters on that Pokemon. So this is a pretty easy way, Sean, to get damage counters on your Pokemon. We don't have something like Chaotic Swell in format. No. So you put it out. It's there to stay. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, is there... I feel like there is an item card that also... Is there an item card that heals all the damage, like, up to, like, 10 or 20 or 30 damage from all of your Pokemon? I feel like, like, fresh water jug or something like that exists. I don't know. Point being, I think this is great at making at, at making the Hisuian Zorark do max damage. You're absolutely right. Great little stadium, because you can play the stadium, and then, in the same turn, fill your bench, Evo, attach one energy... All, you could do all of that in one turn. All you need is the Zorark to have been on the field for that one turn before, right? Mm -hmm. Excellent. Perfect. Um, but you also make your entire bench susceptible to being KO'd in response, which I'm like... Well, eh. here's my thought about that. I feel like this meta, I feel like a lot of what's going on right now is very, like, one-hit KO. Yeah. So you talk about... Um, you talk about like Mew VMAX. We all know Mew VMAX hits absurdly high numbers, especially on turn two with Meloetta. Rapid Strike Malamar, another mm -hmm. Pokemon that just hits super, super high numbers. And then also something like Arceus, right? Arceus is doing a lot of one-hit KOs on smaller V Pokemon that you have on your bench with like Boss and things like that. And that is just the start of it. You know, you can even talk about the Galarian Birds you know, Moltres, Zapdos, you know, the the uh, the one hit KO counterbox decks, yeah. you know, like. So I don't mind if, you know, my Zora gets damaged a little bit weaker as long as I'm taking the KOs first, like that's I'll true. win. And like it. So the the second half of the card, the V star ability, um, which is why the second half is why I think it's like a bonkers card, by the way, the I V star mean, power. It's good. I mean, the fact that both of these things are on one card is pretty good. But you discard your hand and draw seven. It's Professor's Research on an ability. You can only use it once per game, but, like, you can have one turn that just sees so many cards. Because, like, when this comes out... Now, this will come out, I think, after some amount of rotation, so we will lose Crobat, I believe. But mm -hmm. you will be able to, like, get all of this draw if you're playing any sort of Bibarel engine, right? Which I know you're a huge fan of, Jake. If you're playing I love Bibarel engines. They're so fun. Yeah, if you're playing a Bibarel engine and this, and you play a research, it is not crazy to think that you can get through half your deck or more in one turn. Like, you thought, you thought Mew has a crazy draw engine? Bruh. I mean, just think about this. You remember the days of ADP. Right, ADP when it was broken, bonkers when Zashian was first in it. Think about the amount of stuff that I could draw per turn. A big card that allowed it to do that, we already talked about it earlier on this pod, Dedenne GX. Mm -hmm. It was a staple in ADP. You played it turn one every single game because it was that important to just draw cards. And you could do that as well as research. Like, I mean... It's a no-brainer. <laughs> like, if you're playing a Zorark deck, like, you're going to see so many cards. Jake, can and I... And again, like you were saying, the Bibarel engines, like, 
with yeah. with a with a research and this phantom star v star power you can get 14 card scene in your deck speaking of bibberol you know you're playing ultra balls you're playing quick balls you're playing things that discard stuff from your hand like you're going to be able to bibberol once at least in the turn so yeah. you could see i don't know three to four more cards and it's like it's insane i i would love to see somebody because between this crobat Dedene, um, is Shaman banned in Expanded now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But like these three plus a few other things, I would love to see somebody build a deck and say, I'm going to try it. Like, what's the fastest I can deck myself out in a Pokemon game? Like, try to break well, a you record. Could do, so, you know, the Donk decks, right? In Expanded? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you could just... Well, you can't do this because you have to evolve. True, but, but I mean, like, are there any decks currently in Expanded that can deck themselves out turn one, going first Yeah, Donk second? decks. Donk I'm pretty decks, sure Donk decks can... They can deck, can deck themselves out. Really? That's why. Without playing a supporter. I mean, maybe, maybe. I, I, what I'm saying is, like... I'm crazy, sure of it. Crazy draw power. Um, now, I will say, as a counterpoint to it, a little bit. A little bit, right? What circumstances are you in where you need to see seven cards rather than what you can do with RCSV star, which is just go get whatever two cards you want? Well, some... there's probably a lot of situations where you need like three cards, right? And so RCS can't get you exactly where you want. And honestly, I mean, you can use RCS to go get something like a, a research. research or whatever. Yeah. You know, which... I mean, you have to use your V-Star power to go get research. that research, yeah. which, I mean, you don't see as many cards, even though you're getting your one specifically. But, I mean, if you're a Hisuian Zorark deck, right, maybe it's its own archetype, you know, you're probably, you can get the consistency enough to be able to have, like, a minimal setup state. Like, you don't need a ton of different setups. So... I mean, it's just like what Mew does. Mew just draws through their deck, yeah. right? I mean, they just draw, 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 and it's like a race to the bottom. So this is almost like same concept in that in that aspect. You're going to hit what you need if you just, yeah. like, draw. I'm if just... you have the ability to see 14 cards in a turn, more than likely, obviously not 100% guaranteed, but yeah. more than likely you're going to find exactly what you need. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. I think generally speaking, you're absolutely right. I just think, to me, like, where this card would really shine most is in decks that have unlimited energy acceleration. Like, Frostmoth will be rotated, I think, by the time we get this. But mm -hmm. I don't know if Cherim will be rotated. So, like... No, I don't think Cherim would. So, like, there is an actual world. I don't know how many people have thought or talked about this yet, but, like, Cherim... it's based on... I think it's is it the grass energy you have in hand, right? It's like Frostmoth for grass. Mm -hmm. and yes there are ways to get grass but like this is a way because you just want to draw all the grass put all the grass onto the field and then just keep drawing your deck right then play a research and then play your luminion to get a research all of that i don't know i think decks like that might be able to benefit from a card like this even more than like the high power decks we're talking about because that deck really does operate on car like pure card advantage like i have seen x number of cards and thus i now can do 350 damage or whatever i don't know if a card like that exists in grass but it can also 
it can also really help you out in doing something like setting up flaffies yeah right you have a bunch of energies in your hand or something like that maybe you got three energies or something like that in your hand boom you can just use zorark to discard all that and then all of a sudden your flaffies can ener energize or accelerate or whatever you want to call it yeah or i mean in a weird world uh you're looking for all those pieces to your v union trash what you got in your hand draw seven that's more cards not, that's not the worst thing i've ever heard you it's know it's not terrible like you can use the professor Vernet, put two in the trash use this as your research for the turn you're great i don't know you're cracked <laughs> you're genius you're you just get that v union out the greninja yeah. or whatever and you you snipe everything and and I to be honest see. if everybody's putting damage counters everywhere sniping everything's not so bad yeah, it's not it's not a horror it's not the worst plan I've ever Sean, but very, very cool. We may at some other point talk about the uh different sets or whatever, but this will come in like our August set. Yeah. Sean. So this is coming like right around worlds and things like that. I will say if you kind of scroll up to the top to look at the reverse hollows, mm. the Zorua beautiful card. This one beautiful, beautiful card. I absolutely love this art. Yeah. I love it a lot. I mean, yeah, it's got the hollow pattern on it, and we'll never see the hollow pattern in English, but unfortunately. But <laughs> I, I like I would get the Zerua PSA. Yeah, I would. I would buy a PSA of the Zerua. I mean, it's they are gorgeous cards, and also one thing that I think we should be getting the first ofs in our next, like the sparkling or radiant haluchas. I am excited to see how these change the format for us. Mm -hmm. um because astral radiance doesn't does it have some of those sparklings if i'm remembering correctly i think it's gonna have halucha greninja yeah does it have heatran it heatran heatran has sparkling uh, maybe <laughs> i <Yeah>. mean <laughs> we'll go over it once the set lists are announced for astral radiance and we'll be able to tell you exactly what is in it and what well We'll make our best guess as to what is good and what is not yeah. good. But yeah, um, there's a lot of interesting stuff in the future, including Sean. Sean, we're back on that uh, on that tournament grind. Yeah. Tournament results. Sean, the European International Championships is happening this weekend. Neither of us are going because, no. I mean, we're busy. I I'm mean, going to be in three in different Europe. states in three days. But <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, yeah, if you could even get tickets to it, which I know we've talked about. But, you know, if you can get tickets to any regional at all this year. You can get a ticket on a plane. Right. You, you've won. You've already won. So. Did you just, did you fly to Seattle? I did. I flew to Seattle. In Canada? I drove to Canada. Ah. Yeah. You didn't want to fly to Canada because that's expensive. Well, it was mostly like, uh, I'm not going to lie, dealing with whatever the regulations are for international flights. With COVID and everything, I was just like, ah, it seems complicated. I'll just drive. And it was easy. The drive was like, passport, papers, please. And I'm like, eh, easy. So I will say, I didn't, so I didn't know that Sean was in Canada um, when he was in Canada. And I got like this notice on my phone that says, somebody from Canada is trying to sign <laughs> in to your account for the Metapod. And I was like, excuse me? And I, like, uh -huh. changed our password and stuff. I was like, yo, Sean, somebody in Canada is trying to get into our uh, podcast, trying to sabotage our podcast. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's me. 
Uh, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got a new phone, so I was like, let's uh, let's just, let's do this. But yeah, um, but but anyway, Sean, EUIC. European, what? Yeah, EUIC. Yeah, EUIC is around the corner. Let's do let's do a future site. It's been a long time. I feel like since we've done future site mm-hmm. prediction, Sean. So, what do you think wins EUIC? I think. I will say Sander, top four. Okay. Because the Europeans may remember, but nobody is talking about Sander's weird control decks anymore. Like, it's just like, it does. He got, what, top 16 or top eight? I'm pretty sure he top eighted. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, nobody's talking about it. And Zan- Played by the greatest control player in modern Pokemon? And you know Sander's out there just like, he he has access to all the cards. He's not looking for a card day before. He's not looking yeah, for a Palisand. Yeah, you Palo think he has Sand. Palisands by now? I would hope so if he wants it. <laughs> so yeah, I think um, I think Sanders in a good spot to do well. I don't think he'll win though because Control. I cannot remember the last time Control won a major regional. Like even the best pilot, right? It's a really tough one. I'm sure it happened. Like I think Pidgey Control may have gotten closer one. Like Grant Did Jesper won. win? Jesper Erickson? Oh, no, no, he didn't win. No, I bet he got he got like top eight or something like that, I believe. Yeah, I think, but I think that you know, ultimately, like there's going to be a little bit of luck sacking where a control player just has one bad round and they're kind of out of contention for the win. But mm-hmm. outside of that, I I think that I'll be interested to see the the group that Tord has and what they bring to the table. Limitless um, and Robin, right? Robin and Limitless crew. I don't think that they will bring the crazy um, Urshifu deck again. Well, they kind of separated. Like Robin played the Urshifu deck. Mm-hmm. Tord played Mew, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Tord will play Mew again. I think he realizes that, like, even the best pilot, it, it's just. I, I think that's a hard. That's a hard deck to like go and win a tournament with right now because it's so expected. It's great. You have but, so many people like gunning for you. Yes, exactly. Right? Like um, the other the other American tournament, like there were just so many dark decks. Yeah, and I think there will continue to be a lot of dark decks. Maybe not Gengar, but there will continue to be good dark decks. So I don't know. I think some form of Arceus takes it at this one. Maybe a Arceus Burbs, like an Arceus Counterbox deck, because the format is a little bit more established now. So I could see that the Counterbox finally is like, okay, I've got my ratios correct. I know what cards I need in my deck for the for the rest of the meta. And somebody just might luck out with a with a counter box. I think it's gonna be Suicune. Oh I, I just I got this feeling of Suicune, right? Like Finn did really, really well with it. Yeah. At the regional. It's been doing pretty okay online. Like it just won uh also the uh the 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 GG tour. You right? don't think the, you don't G, think that the Entei? recent GG Tour showdown? You don't think Entei has a shot instead? Red, no, Red Entei's just bad. I mean, no. No Entei, no Entei, no Entei. It's the same thing. What do you mean, no Entei? What do you mean, no Entei? It's like, it doesn't it have like a three retreat cost or something like that? I don't know. It's not retreating. It's dying. <laughs> you don't retreat it. Anyways, I think, <laughs> I think Suicune is just the best out of the three, and I think... Hmm. A lot of people, I mean, nobody's like really talking about their stadiums anymore, right? Like we saw decks, especially in the beginning of IRL events coming back where like collapsed stadium was a huge factor, 
right? In like yeah. Arceus Duraludon and things like that. And you know what? It's it's not really going away. People really aren't minding their bench anymore. People aren't really paying attention to it. And I mean, Suicune capitalizes on that yeah. factor. And if you're not using your bench, cough, cough, mew, you're not drawing enough cards probably, or you're struggling to draw enough cards. So I think Jolteon, or well, Jolteon's in a good position too, yeah. in my opinion. That's another deck that I expect to see in the top eight. But I really think Suicune, I like, if I had, I'm not a betting man, but if I was a betting man, I, I would put money on Suicune. Okay, I like that. I like that. I mean... I think what we're both saying, though, is we expect to see a not three-prize deck at those top tables, which I, I would think... love. Well, I mean, Mew's going to be in top eight. No, There's I mean, no question yeah, about Mew'll that. Be in top like, Mew is in top eight. Mew is in top I eight. I could see a single strike Urshifu as well, you know, with just all that Mew running around. Like, single strike? who knows? What's she doing? No, Arceus, Arceus Darkbox. If anything's going to take that Mew, it's Arceus Darkbox. Arceus Dark Box. Well, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I just hope that... I mean, I do want my Malamars to do well, right? Mm. I do want my Malamars to represent. It's currently the deck that I'm shuffling around at my desk. <laughs> yeah. You know, even though I haven't really been able to play IRL really at all. Because I yeah. just... Oh, God, I'm just so busy. But I believe there will also be a stream for EUIC. I don't yeah. know exactly where... But I've been hearing that EUIC is going to have I would imagine, a stream. I would imagine it's the official Pokemon channel. Either Pokemon or Pokemon TCG. I hope so. Because it's an international. Usually Pokemon takes over the ICs and Worlds. And the regionals are the ones that are done by whatever the local... Like whatever the store, whatever local entity is running it. Those are done... They, they do those for the regionals. But Pokemon usually does the ICs. You know that we'll cover it once it gets over. Hopefully, we can do it a little bit more um, than the uh, than the Brazilian ICs. I feel yeah. like, or the regional, because I I just it was so hard to get information in the time that we recorded. Like, just not a lot of info was out there at the time. So, yeah. But we did get to cover the cool uh, Whimsicott deck. We did, and look, I think we'll have more information too because the Limitless crew is all in Europe. Mm -hmm. They're going to be going to the tournament. So, like, yeah, I think there'll be a lot of good coverage, so. If you want to fund me to be able to go quit my job and go to EUIC to give you all the deck lists, well, is that'd be cool. But anyways, Sean, <laughs> do we have anything else that we need to talk about? No, no, nothing else we need to talk about. So, Jake, if you want to sign us on out of here. Thank you so much for listening to the Metapod Podcast, the revolving podcast that... Frick, um... I can't even remember the tagline now. All right. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Peace.